0: official unsanctioned women's uci cycling show it is springtime in 2014 and that means one thing and one thing only and with me to discuss the only one thing plus all the other things is my dear friend sarah hi sarah
1: hello dan oh i was gonna say one thing (laughs)
0: cycle
1: cross track cobbles But yeah, exactly. The videos. one thing,
0: the one thing to rule them all. I'm miming holding a giant cobble.
1: A giant cobble. Are you, is it is it really heavy? Are you holding it above your head and straining, or are you so muscly and super strong that it doesn't
0: bother I'm you? I'm so muscly and super strong that I'm holding it and looking all ripped, and waving it back and forth as if I were going to throw it and crush my enemies beneath. It's. Oh, how are you going?
1: Rah!
0: Yes. Yes, I am. Can you
1: do the roar, the roar of cobbles, but with
0: like wind hair at the same time, and my shirt revealingly open, like the cover of a, a novel featuring Fabian.
1: Well, I don't know what that is, but I will. Um, you know, I will just assume
0: that's that's one of those romance novels where it's Cancellara looking like Fabio.
1: Okay. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Well, um, you know, with your well your nipples are arresting the wind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not just me, so, you know, we're all comfortable. We're all comfortable in this. Yes,
1: hello. Welcome everyone. We're a bit we might be a bit sleep-deprived and overexcited, because it's been the end of the cyclocross season, which I know Dan's going about time, and it's the beginning of the road season. The road season starts on Saturday, people. We're going to be in the land of cobbles,
0: frozen eyeballs, Cyclocross finish their season after Worlds, which is, you know, wrong. So... Yeah,
1: moan, 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 moan. What else have we got? We've got, I've talked to you about equality in women's cycling. We've got some new races coming up. We've got um, tattoos, t- stories of tattoos and all sorts of things. So yes, hello, welcome. Where do you want to start, Dan?
0: Well, I think we should start in uh, the most logical place, which is the B-Post Bank Trophy Series in the cyclo-cross because that wrapped up uh, over the weekend, didn't it?
1: It did, it was. I can't say this, I'm really sorry. The Schluting Price.
0: Yeah, I reckon that sounds all right. The
1: Schluting Price in Oostmala, which is the final, 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 final race of the final series of the year. And it was actually really interesting because the B Post Bank Trophy, so there's three series there's the World Cup, the B Post, and the Super Prestige. And the World Cup and the Super Prestige are done on points. But the B-Post Bank Trashay is done by overall time. And as they came into the last race, Santa Kant only had, um was only 30 seconds behind Helen Wyman, mm. with Nikki Harris in third place just about a minute behind. So it was like, ooh, that's exciting. And that is how I like a, C- a series to end, ideally.
0: <laughs> with excitement or with a 30-second gap? With excitement! <laughs> like just You're always so eager for the season to start again. I, I can never tell for sure whether you're just like, yep, 30 seconds later, time for the season to start. So
1: No, in the men's side, Sven Nace was leading by four minutes.
0: Boring!
1: Exactly! But, you know, having only 30 seconds in it, and I am, as an unapologetic, huge Helen Wyman fan, so I was going all, I was all out for Helen to win, but she didn't. Sanna count won. Sanna won this series. Belgium rider winning a Belgian series. Yay, yay, Sanna! Congratulations. Um, and you know, it's that's the way I like a series to end. You know, with the race, with the series winner pulling it all out on the last race. Hurrah!
0: Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, you do want the series to go down to the the last race. You want it to be as competitive as possible the whole way through. So um, that's pretty good for you too. Like two English, you know, for uh, second and third. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, Great Britain is, is has been the number one cyclocross nation for women, I think, for the whole year.
0: Yeah, so cyclocross, putting the great back into Great Britain. So. <laughs>
1: We've got the Track World Champs starting this week, Daniel. We're going to be yeah. beating Australia. Yeah, you're
0: not going to find any luck there
1: so <laughs> but no um but it's um i think i mean and I, you know I, I am a huge helen fan and one of the reasons i really wanted helen to win although of course i don't begrudge it to Kant at all she's such a really plucky strong rider and cyclocross this is a segue coming up because cyclocross in belgium isn't very well supported for the women
0: yeah well it's one of the things that always jumped out at me the couple of times that we we spoke to helen um and particularly, the first time when she was telling us about the the significant differences between um, European racing and American racing, and um, yes. and the way that the Americans have pretty much from the start gone nah, equal prize money the whole way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I and mean, Adam Myerson, who's an American rider and who also runs a whole load of races, he was saying that he's been having race he's been running races with equal prize money and that benefit homeless shelters. <laughs> Oh Adam, since you know for eleven years, it's like, oh.
0: uh, yeah, just just quietly flying in the face of every every obnoxious dick in the world who's like, no, I can't possibly do it, can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I can do, it. and I can do good as well. Yeah. Um yes, Adam Myerson. If you you should all follow Adam Myerson on Twitter because he's lovely, and plus he has a lot of tattoos, so Dan'll like him.
0: Yeah, yeah, tattoos are pretty cool. Even... And
1: yeah and, and but anyway um yes yeah, so one of the things that happened last week was that the Koppenberg Cross announced that they were going to um from this year because when the season starts again in November they're going to have equal prize money for men and women
0: which is fantastic news I mean for a whole bunch of reasons um there's also some weird details about it too like like a couple of things that I find still a little bit mind-boggling and kind of amazing um, and uh, like I, I, I don't want to detract from anything, but it still weirds me out that equal prize money means that um, instead of three hundred odd euros for for the woman that wins, it's now like thirteen hundred. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, yeah. which, which just makes me go, how the fuck could it have taken this long to to get that? And then the other yeah. thing, the other thing that really weirds me out is that it's being supported by an american bike shop
1: i think that is the best best funniest most political most hilarious most oh i mean you it's pretty much that's pretty much a a shot across the bowels isn't it
0: isn't it though i mean talk about america taking on and basically you know putting it staking a flag out and saying you know what we own the world of cyclocross. You know, you might not see the results for for a couple of years, but we're coming for you, Europe, and we're going to dominate because yeah, we yeah, yeah. we care more about this sport, and we're we're going to do whatever it takes to to grow it and and carry it. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, which is I awesome,
0: mean- but it's just kind of amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the prize money is so the prize money has been put up by this is the other thing, it's not just an American company, it's 2020 Cycles, which is a bike shop. They've got two bike shops, one based in Baltimore and one based in Columbia in Maryland. Yeah, yep, which is kind of like, okay, that's that's weird because you know, much as I think if you're anywhere in America, you should take a road trip and buy your next bike from 2020 Cycles because hey, you know, um, but they've put up the five, so it's basically 5,000 euros more or less to make the prize pots, so the full prize pot equals to men's. Yep. And I'm like, that's, I mean, that's just, that's, that's doing it for love, isn't it? That's not, that's not going to, be that doing is, it for that love.
0: is doing it for love, but you know, God help me. The crazy thing is that, um, hopefully, like I, I totally agree. And if you do live anywhere in the, the tri-state area, um, you know, or or out in you know the right corner of Pennsylvania or or Delaware, God help Anywhere
1: you. Anywhere on the East Coast, you know.
0: And um, then do please go to Twenty Twenty Cycles and buy your next cross bike from them, and tell them that it was because of their support of Coppenberg Cross. Because I really hope the thing that will just make me laugh um, with with delicious glee it will be if they turn around at the end of it and go not only did we actually make all that money back in sales it was profitable for us to sponsor it so yeah, yeah, fuck I mean, you all bi- we're signing up for years
1: <laughs> yeah i mean how many bikes would you have to sell to make that to make that five grand back
0: look i don't know i don't know what the the margin on bikes are from from wholesale to to retail but um, but if you just wanted to take it on straight revenue numbers, you know, like a, a decent sort of high entry level sort of cross bike, I imagine would be, you know, let's say 1500 bucks. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it, sell, sell five or more of bikes and you've probably covered it in straight revenue terms. Um, in terms of profit, you know, you probably want to triple that number, but still, um, yeah, it, it's amazing um, to it's me It's so
1: funny, it's really, really, really funny And, and what I think is, is it's, it's ba- yeah I mean, so this was set up because Helen Wyman and Stefan Wyman Have been working really closely with Koppenberg Cross Committee And Coppenberg Cross, they want to be the best race in the world and, and actually, it's the perfect race also to be the first I mean, it's their local race, they live in Aldenada it's, but, but it's the perfect race to be the first in Europe the first c1 cyclocross race in europe mm. to provide price money because even if you don't follow cyclocross just saying koppenberg
0: yeah you know, exactly if
1: you're a, if you're any kind of serious cycling fan
0: yeah it's a name you, that you recognize and are going to pay attention to
1: yeah and you know you know what it means it means tough mm. tough belgian
0: yeah horrendous conditions hate the world you know cobbles yes come out with broken bones
1: um, you know, they don't, Helen says that the reason that she likes cyclocross so much is because if you cr- you don't have to worry about crashing because you just land in the mud.
0: <laughs> I think Helen's tougher than she pretends to be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But Helen, so Helen and Stefan, we've been talking with the Koppenberg Cross organisers because there's all sorts of weird things about cyclocross in Belgium that need to be changed. And I mean, Helen's on the UCI cyclocross commission. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think she's like, you know, she's working that angle, but she's also working this let's demonstrate it's possible. And there's all sorts of things. So um, at the moment, the women start... You know, the, often like in the super prestige races, yeah, the men start at three o'clock in the afternoon. The women's race might be at nine thirty in the morning.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's no overlap of of crowds. No, there's or, no or crowds. Whatever.
1: The turnos aren't there. The photographers yeah. aren't there. Everyone's still travelling. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: And they often will put like they won't let the women park in the same car park as the elite men.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember. And, I remember uh, her telling us about that. I think last time around
1: so, yeah but I mean yeah. Helen was and Helen was saying that that this is a real real problem because they can't you know because yeah, she's well, saying that you don't that get any of goes, the
0: even incidental exposure that you you would get by you know like you say if 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 her uh, Team, you know, van and setup were parked adjacent to Sven Nays or whatever, then, you mm. know, the chances of her stepping out of the, the van and bumping into, oh, famous name brand journalist from such and such a publication, you know, yeah. um, is much, much higher than if you're buried way down the back and and out of sight, yeah, yeah. out
1: and, of and, mind. And also in a strange place, it's also saying, I mean, you know, so when you have the women on before the junior men. Mm. You know, it's 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 kind of basically saying you're. And, and the, and it, is, the, it is a perverse
0: statement about priorities, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and the super prestige is once again refusing to have a women's series for next year, and they simultaneously complain. Now was it's interesting when you look at which races Mariana Voss doesn't race because I remember a couple of years ago I was talking to Anton, and Mariana was due to race one of these races, but they 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 basically the week before tried to half her start fee. Because in cyclocross, one of the things is the prizes aren't very big, but you get a start fee from the race. Because you know, having mm. Boss or Nace or Niels Albert racing is is a big thing for them. Yep. And Boss was like, "Well, if you you know you won't pay you won't pay me my agreed start fee, I won't race. Because if she you know accepts racing for half you know, and it's not you know, say for example, racing for one thousand euros instead of two thousand euros, mm. that's." That's that means everyone else just goes right. Yeah, we'll cut your budget, and before you know, you're, you're you're riding for free.
0: Yeah, exactly. The whole thing goes backwards because then they turn around and go, oh well, we'll cut the prize money as well. And when someone complains, they will go, yeah, but we can't afford it. You know, even Mariana had to take half her usual staff fee or, or whatever. They just use it as an excuse. Yeah, um, and, 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 and there's one thing that I I have definitely learned in my well, I it's a it's a strong opinion I have, but I think. I think things like this are more about having the will and commitment to do it than having the ability to do it. There's no such thing as we can't afford it. There is such a thing as we can't be asked to get the money so that we can afford yeah. it. Yeah,
1: and this is why... And so, when, so I think when Helen and Stefan met Koppenberg to talk about all these things they can change, which they have changed all of these things, they were like, oh, we'd love to offer equal prize money, but money you know, money is the thing that we don't have. You know, everything else we can... And, and Helen and, Helen and Stefan were like, oh, we can sort that out.
0: Mm.
1: and so they know christopher Auer who runs who runs 2020 cycling and he's like hell yes
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean just was- just think about it on you know on strict advertising terms he's probably already made back his investment in the value of being talked about this much you
1: oh know. god yes Yes and and you know and and Helen I mean you, Helen was so funny because the whole week before this came up she was she was really teasing it on Twitter and mm. hyping it on Twitter. And one thing I loved about her approach was she was saying to anyone we've got this big announcement coming out on Friday. If you want to know send me your email address.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: I'll send you the press release. And I think she was talking to Caroline Sawpander and saying, and she's like, oh, thank you. know. Well, actually, the fans are the most important people in a way. Because, you know, it's not, it's, 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 it, it, if you can get fans tweeting about it, mm. that's viral <laughs> viral well,
0: marketing, isn't it? It's also, it's also the engagement that everyone else drives their, their numbers off, you know, mm. anyone, whether it's a race organiser, a rider, a team, a broadcaster, anyone, is always going to be focused on the number of fans because they're the people whose time and attention they're trying to sell to sponsors. You know, yeah. so absolutely direct engagement. On that note, though, I I could be jumping the gun a little bit here, but there there was some interesting reactions on uh, on on some uh, sites uh, and in some locations to the announcement. Or should I say non-reactions rather than reactions?
1: <laughs> Are you referring to a certain Twitter fight that we saw?
0: I did find I I woke up one morning um, to to see a little bit of an exchange on Twitter between my man Crush Steph and um, and Laura Wiselow from Cycling News um, about Cycling News's deep and involved coverage of the. <laughs> announcement that Covenberg Cross was entering the nineteenth century and offering equal pay for equal work. So yeah. Yes,
1: that was that was very, very, very interesting. Mm. Very interesting indeed.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, look, to be fair, I, I get why it would have, you know, been a bit annoying to, to Laura to see Steph taking uh you know, a bit of a cheeky shot. But to be fair to Steph, I think it was an entirely justified shot. This is literally a historic moment in the evolution of the sport of cyclocross in Europe. Like, it it is the first C1 race to offer equal prize money across the board, men and women. Um, That's a significant moment in the evolution of the sport. It's also a significant statement in the growth of women's cycling, not just in cyclocross, but across all disciplines as well.
1: And Um, it's newsy because of the political aspect. Exactly. Because it's saying to... It's saying to cyclocross teams and sponsors in Europe, you can't. I, I mean, you know, you know. Okay, this is the year that um, you know. I was I was saying this to someone else recently because it's the year. It's the centenary of the First World War. Yeah, mm. we do have a bit of an issue with with in Europe with Americans claiming that they won. <laughs> they won. <laughs> That we'd all been under the Nazis or under the Kaisers by now, if it hadn't been if the Americans coming over to rescue us. Let's not mention the Russians ever. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's like a you know, or or the colonials, and um, you know, and it's a kind of so there is something that's very that I don't. In general, I don't think Europeans like being told that they've been rescued by the states.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, in in this case, they've not just been rescued; they've been shown up. You know. Um, But, damn it, because I think, you know, going back to the previous comment about, um, you know, what it says about shifty priorities, the simple fact of the matter is that this has been coming for years. People have been asking for it for years. And it's not, when when you look at the sums of money involved, like I say, I just flat out do not believe anyone who tries to tell me that you can't, you know, get the money to offer equal prize money. It's just a lie. It's about having the will to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really, that's literally the story that's happened here because, you know, Helen and Steph sat down with the Koppenberg cross organizers, had the conversation, worked out what needed to be done and went and did it. And holy fuck, here we are, you know? So it, it it's also telling everyone else that expectations have shifted, that fans, writers, teams, and races are all now expecting that that we work collectively towards a much more equitable and healthy sport for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is something that was also, you know, with the UCI pre- presidency uh, changing last year, Brian Cookson put women's cycling on the agenda and he put cyclocross on the agenda. So it's a convergence of two of his key priorities for, for his first term as, as UCI president anyway. Um, so as far as I'm concerned... It, it, the newsworthy of a, newsworthiness of it is without question. And I think Steph was well within his rights to, to point out that they had literally done nothing about yes. um, covering it. Um, I, I do understand and sympathise to a certain extent with, with Laura's, you know, taking that reaction, you know, her reaction taking that shot from Steph somewhat personally because, yeah, you know, it would feel a bit personal. Um, but then the, the descent into, well, you know, women's cycling just isn't professional enough and blah, 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 (laughs) certainly, certainly didn't win anyone, um, any, any prizes for being professional themselves, shall we say?
1: Dan has feelings. um,
0: (laughs) I may, I may also on occasion have opinions.
1: He does have opinions. um. Other races this week, there's been um, world racing down your neck of the woods, dear.
0: Um, well, you know, Oceania is like, it, look, let's just call it what it is, a chance for Australia to snag another invitation to worlds that we won't use. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Did I let an opinion out again?
1: <laughs> yeah, so you get, so just, okay, right. I have a little bit of a problem with, with with the continental championships because in Europe we don't have a continental champs. We have the under twenty the European champs is under twenty three, and so we get a, an extra spot at, at Worlds for the winner of the under twenty three champs for you know for the for, for the women and that's good. But I think it's significantly harder to win the European continental championships than, for example, Oceania or Pan American. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, look, I think it's I think it's pretty complicated too because I think those those championships, ideally, I could be wrong in in terms of making assumptions about why they were formed, but I think ideally they should be run to encourage you know development nations to to work towards you know participating at the the elite end of the sport. Um, but the hard thing is, you know, when you're when you're for example, the Solomon Islands in Oceania, and um, and you're racing against Australia and New Zealand. You are just kind of fucked. Um, yeah, and I mean there
1: is there is some, there is something that does the thing that I do like about them is because so their last weekend, yeah, yep. This week the road season starts, so there aren't so you know if you were really into your spring classics, if you're I don't know Amanda Spratt or someone like that, I don't know if Spratty was riding, but I would imagine not. If you're Tiff Cromwell, you're not going to be in Oz. The yeah. week before the uh, you know on the on the Saturday before the Saturday of Omloop noise Noorsblad mm, mm. are you? I mean you're not because d- the jet you know then having to fly out I guess on the Sunday and the jet lag and the you know and all the you, you, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and I did really really like the young Jess Allen. Uh, there's two Jess Allens in cycling world <laughs> and this is <laughs> the <that> stranger <laughs> Jess Allen one.
0: So Aja. Yeah,
1: Aja. She's she's um she's yeah she's. Yeah, I was really happy that she won because she's only just come out of juniors, and she's saying that basically she's using going to use this as a jumping point to try and get onto the Aussie national squad because mm. she's not in the system. And yeah, I was really that was that was a nice that was a nice thing, and I really liked her blog. I don't know if you read her blog that she guest blogged on Kelly Hosking's site.
0: I only actually got through the introduction of it, and then you know I had to get back to work because <gasps> work. Yeah, I know, unfair. <gasps> But so far, no one's willing to pay me to not not work. So no, no matter how badly I, no matter how badly I keep screwing things up, they insist I come back and fix it. <laughs> Just it's not it's not right.
1: No, but uh, it's yeah, so, it's, um, it's
0: almost as if I were a politician.
1: <laughs> and I'm um, speaking of cycling fans, as we were with the cyclocross. I really liked all the coverage from Peloton Cafe. Yeah. And, We've put a stack of links to all their results and photos and interviews with people on our site prowomencycling.com. So head over and have a look because Peloton Cafe are so good at, 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 at you know as a, as a fan-run site hmm. as uh, basically keeping you up to date with everything in, in Australian cycling. So yeah, and the other thing I absolutely love and want to plug every possible opportunity is Money Canley. The thing Money Canley does, which is. Yeah. Her, the women's Wednesday word Wednesday women's word
0: yeah one of those it's 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 a WWW thing so um, yeah and
1: it's um which is her rundown what's happening in um Victorian cycling cycling in Victoria in Australia yes and it's on the cycling Victoria website every Wednesday and it has and what I love about it it's got information it's got little interviews with different riders it's got Interviews with people who run things—it's just a really clever way of getting information out there, and I love, yeah. love, 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 love it. No, it's love a great—it's
0: it. a great comprehensive wrap-up. The other thing I love about it is that it does touch on a little bit of everything, um, you know, yeah. And, and yeah, so. If you're uh if you're a woman in or around or planning on one day visiting Victoria, do listen to it. If you've ever met a Victorian or heard the name of a Victorian, you should um check it out.
1: Or if you've ever heard of Queen Victoria or mm. if you haven't heard of Victoria and or you don't even know
0: if you're if you're from British Columbia in Canada, um you should also check it out. Everyone should check it out, basically. Yes. Yes. But
1: uh... This week, Daniel, this week, so much going on. There's so there's much going a- on.
0: We haven't even got to this week's races. I mean, do we want to save this week's races for, like, you know, is that the prize that we get at the end? Do we talk about oh, new oh. races in between? What, how do we do this? There's I've, so I've, much.
1: Well, there's, I mean, I know Dan doesn't like this, but I guess if we segue from Australia to the Australians racing at the Track World Championships.
0: Yeah, now I can see that working. Go, Mel Hoskins.
1: woo because there's got, did you see the, um? did you see the photo that um, Orica posted of her yesterday for her
0: birthday? Was that the one with her, with the like inflatable guitar and the inflatable kangaroo or something like that? It was something, yeah, was, something ridiculous. Just, uh, I'm sorry, but photo of the week is easily won by Specialized Lululemon this week, like by miles, by miles. But we can get onto that? that later. Oh, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll do that now.
1: No, 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 no! Let's no. do Mel Hoskins. Okay, um,
0: do Mel, do Mel, and we'll do photo of the week later cause okay, clear because Because
1: um, okay. So in the in the world champ in this track world championships, one of the most it's just the women's oh my god I can't even speak it's amazing. My problem is right that the track world championships because Carly, where it's held is about five hours behind England. Then the evening sessions were all on TV at um. Yeah, starting at 11.30 at night. Um, oh, so yeah. it's
0: just like watching every fucking European bike race ever when you live in <laughs> a, in Australia, is it? So, yeah. So, zero sympathy from me. Like, <laughs> negative, negative spoiled- sympathy.
1: Am I a defeat European?
0: Oh, by miles, by miles. You're mm-hmm. the spoiltest, defeatist, Europeanist European. <laughs>
1: I take that as a compliment.
0: <laughs> of course you would, because you think it makes you continental.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know what to say. Yes, I am. I am. I'm continental and sophisticated.
0: I can practically hear your beret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you want to taste my coffee? It's great.
0: No, I don't. No, I prefer good coffee. Oh. <laughs>
1: Plus, also, Dan is horrified and disgusted about the fact that as a hyperactive person, I don't drink caffeine.
0: <laughs> like, honestly, what's the point? You can't call it coffee if it's decaf. It's just, it's fee. There's no cough in it. <laughs> you don't, you drink fee and you drink tea. That's all you do, right? Mm.
1: What do, what's my decaf tea, then? F- feet. <laughs> Oh Daniel, you know, one day I, will, I will, one day I really want you to come and stay with me in England, and I can feed you. Um, I'll be like, oh yeah, I've got some coffee for you, Dan, and it'll be powdered, decaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Supermarket right, coffee. one day,
0: one day I come to stay with you, and we're gonna have to live record the whole thing as a podcast because it's all just gonna be a race to see which one of us stabs me to death first. <laughs> Oh, God, Sarah's offered me more instant coffee. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> Mark it down, people. One minute
1: 45. <laughs> anyway, track world championships. They're oh, in yeah. Carly. <laughs> They're in Carly. Have you? Did you see Anna Mears' photos of the velodrome? No. It's the weirdest thing. It's So, apparently, it breaks the UCI rules by them being there. But it's an it's... A semi-outdoor velodrome.
0: So how does it break the rules by being... Because you ch- have, 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 to... have to have indoor for world champs?
1: Yeah, they have to have an indoor velodrome. Now, this is going to be very interesting in terms of time because...
0: So do they throw a giant tarpaulin over it? Like what? Well,
1: how it's got... They... Okay, so it's got like this big flat roof, yes. like a big um, oval roof that's held up on pillars. Yep. But then all the, all the spaces around it are...
0: Open. So it's kind of like a wow. Okay, so it's like a, a a large pergola sort of thing.
1: Yeah, but with you know banking of seats, kind of yeah. providing some, some. But the thing is, is apparently it's been absolutely torrential storms in Kali.
0: Oh, okay. So, okay. but
1: the other thing I don't understand, I, I literally don't get this. So, if you know, please tell me. I'm underscore pigeons underscore on Twitter, or you can talk to us on prowomencycling at gmail dot com. I don't understand, because at every other, every other event, there's this big deal made about the conditions in the velodrome, optimal for racing, yep. where the yep. heat is, where, you know, where, the, where the it's The temperature's dry.
0: right, and the humidity's right, and, yeah
1: yeah. 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 And now they're having it in an outdoor velodrome.
0: Well, I, look, uh, I understand that on one hand this might be confusing to you, but I think that's because you've forgotten one very, very simple fact. Oh, Um, God. It's one lesson in history that we have learned over and over and over again, which is the UCI doesn't give a fuck about the rules. (laughs) I mean, sure, they make them. They'll slap the shit out of anyone else for breaking them. But when it comes to them, rules just don't apply.
1: Yes. It's very true. Mm. It's very true. So yes, so you know, um, I've got a the, the, there's a really fantastic um, Twitter stream by the race organisers at World Track Cali, and they've been um, they've been putting tons of, of photos and information up. Them you should just follow them and also tell them that you like them because they're working really hard. Um, and big competitions to watch out for: Anamir's in the sprint and in the Keirin um Mears is obviously a superstar Olympic champion lovely 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 human being um she took a year off last year after the Olympics yep. and this is her this is her first Worlds back and she's been interviewed all over the place this week which is really interesting talking about what it means for her that that there isn't like Vicky Pendleton and Shuang Guo and, and and riders that she's been
0: racing with—they've
1: mm. all retired. Yeah, she doesn't
0: have an arch nemesis yet. So no, um, she's taking first. taking applications for her thirty-seventh arch nemesis though. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and nears and, um, is thirty this year, and. She's saying that it's, it's it's just been very very interesting and I love I love Mia. she's such a such a fantastic competitor one of um, one of the
0: things that constantly blows me away because as you say she's 30 is to be reminded that she's actually that young um, yeah I, I've just Anna has been like this background presence in my knowledge of women's cycling in general for so long that I constantly forget that she's actually, you know, she's not at the end of her career. She's, she's you know, still going strong and, and only yeah. 30. It's amazing.
1: And, yeah. I mean, Amir's, she's had a really interesting life because um, her and her sister, Kerry, her dad was um a proper, I mean, this is so Australian, isn't it? Her dad was an actual miner. Yep. And they moved. Um, her parents moved from mining land in Australia. <laughs> so
0: we, gonna... we we have a technical term for that, Sarah. It's called outside.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's but fuck nowhere or somewhere or, or, or no, no. We're one of
0: those. We're one of those resource rich countries. You know, you walk outside, fall over some kind of venomous or sharp toothed monster that wants to kill you, and and accidentally dig up a pile of oil gold or something
1: <laughs> so it's like you pick up a, you pick up a rock to 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 bash it away with and it's a pile of diamonds
0: yeah yeah exactly but they're poison diamonds so.
1: <laughs> and while you're distracted by going oh, i've got diamonds then you've been eaten yeah and you're yeah well it turns diamonds. out half of
0: them half of them were diamond ants um which are, <laughs> everyone knows they just eat you and turn you to glass so.
1: yeah yeah or, or you think they're diamonds but actually they're the teeth of a of a land crocodile
0: uh no that land sharks have um have diamond teeth land crocs oh. yeah land crocs actually don't have teeth they gum you to death it's a really slow <laughs> and quite painful way to go but yeah. i don't
1: know that sounds that sounds really that sounds actually quite relaxing in, no in, in this, it's not relaxing at all i
0: mean there is a roughly 20 percent chance that they'll get the angle on their jaw wrong and pop you back out but um, even then you just slick in crocodile saliva and, um, Is it poisonous? Of course it is <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to put the come to Australia song in the link
0: <laughs> I kind of feel like I, I kind of like, feel like we're not catching in enough on the mythology of Australia that I build up on a weekly basis I kind of think we should go back and catalogue it all and write like the <laughs> compendium of mythical Australian dangerous animals <laughs> <laughs>
1: number one australians so anyway
0: (laughs) no they're not mythical they're real trust me anyway
1: so um the meres were living in 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 the middle of in mining land in australia and, and her parents basically gave up and mining is lucrative in australia this isn't like my grandpa who died down the pit in hideous circumstances when my dad was 13 you know this is like in in yorkshire in a tiny pit village this is like A different thing but so they left and both her parents they ended up like both working and both working double jobs so that Anna and Kerry could um could could cycle basically and Anna Mears broke her back just in the run-up to the 2008 Mm. uh, not 2008 in the run-up to 2004 Olympics yeah yeah. anyway whichever one it was she broke her back and she's come back from it and she's Mm. so funny you have to follow her on Twitter at Anna Mears because she's just lovely and, yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just yeah. I, it used to be that it was Mears versus right. Vicky Pendleton I'm, as the big rival rivalry, and you know Vicky Pendleton would be generally crying and talking about how in 2006 Animas used to bully her on the track and how awful it was, and and then you've got Mirzi just like getting on with it <laughs> and,
0: and going what? I I don't remember like, that at all. I, one the other thing that I, that really stands out for me like this is one of those things that. Um, I will remember for a long time, I mean let's be honest, I'm probably going to have a stroke and go senile and stuff reasonably early on, but i remember this for a while yet, um, was when she won her medal at the Olympics, the 2012 Olympics, she stayed up all night answering every single person that congratulated her on Twitter
1: <laughs> You know, one of the reasons I really really like Anna Mears is, I was talking to someone a couple of years ago about the Victoria Pendleton Anna Mears rivalry and we were just saying oh god you know we can't stand it it's just so fake and we don't like the way that Vicky Pendleton talked in the media about Anna Mears, but we thought that it was really said something really good about the fact that Anna Mears never stooped to that level and we hadn't even added Anna Mears, but for some reason she saw it and she was like oh thanks for noticing that guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> always nice to be appreciated for your work even when your work is shutting the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Which is something I have to admit I don't really know much about. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, the other, the other big sprinter, the other sprinters I'm really excited about, Christina Vogel, who's also lovely, really lovely. Everyone's lovely. She's German. She's a police officer. In her Christina Vogel and Miriam Welter, who are the team sprint world champions, very amazing riders, um, very funny on Twitter. You know. Um, they are they are supported by the german police mm-hmm. and it's an interview with them last year talking about how they actually quite you know how they have you know as part of this they they do they do you know they do some work with the police and you know they'll be like doing customs work and occasionally someone will recognize them
0: <laughs> uh and and it's terrible trying to get into you know to to get away from them like the the high speed chase just does not work they just accelerate take you out and run you yeah. down mm.
1: yeah so and Becky James young Becky James who's the double world champion from last year in British and then we've got the team pursuit which is going to be awesome because it's going to be it's always billed as Britain versus Australia but oh my god the Canadians and Canadians the Americans. and Americans
0: New, New Zealand
1: yes New Zealand Canadians America. basically the team pursuit is why we have is, is justification for why we have the Commonwealth Games <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which which is also coming up later this year, so there'll be a death rematch, you know. No matter yes, exactly. no matter how worlds go, they'll get back again in like six months' time or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh and, and do it all again.
1: Yeah, and then there's gonna be Sarah Hammer versus Laura Trotz versus everyone else in the Omnium, <laughs> and then there's going to be Sarah Hammer, best cycling name ever. Um, <laughs> Sarah Hammer. Um, uh, so, and-
0: I mean, I yeah, I, I take your point, but on the other side of it, every lazy commentator in the world is just going to be like, and she puts the hammer down. Oh. It's hammer
1: time, yes. Uh. Um, yes. Anyway, I've, on the blog, we've got a link of how to watch it because it is, especially if you're in Australia and Britain, it's on TV. Woohoo! Um, if not, it's streamed by the UCI. And if you are a poor American type who. You, you, you can't, as happened all year. Some companies bought the rights, but they're not really showing it. We have got ways round how yeah. to walk UCI the,
0: Street. The internet is your friend.
1: Woohoo! The internet is your friend. We're here to help you. Um, yes, um, the other race this week starts today, but I. Oh, fuck knows. The Vuelta a Costa Rica.
0: Ah, yes, 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 yes.
1: This will be a, one of those races that doesn't have a website.
0: Hmm. Well, we don't. Know. It's going to be interesting because it's 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 like a throwback to, you know, this is what women's cycling was like. You know, just a few years ago, all all yeah. races were like this, where you're yeah. just relying on random blogs and the occasional tweet, and um and you basically over the course of the race build up a giant what the fuck kind of picture. Um and yeah, it's kind of like watching a race um if it were a 1000 piece jigsaw puzzle but you've only got 649 of the pieces and you're putting it together blindfolded
1: yeah it's i mean even you know how obsessive some women cycling fans are
0: sarah she means herself she's talking about herself you know herself. how
1: someone and i really really love um velofocus spends a good amount of time every you know putting together um websites, you know, putting together race previews. You yep. should all go on fellowfocus.com. His race previews are great. Mm. He puts them together ahead of time. And then you've got Saul Cobbles in Hills and um and um uh you know and you've got all these amazing people, me Peloton um, uh, from El Peloton. Um no, Misiquismo, sorry, 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 and I've forgotten your real name, sorry. Um who writes on El Peloton. Now they're in Spanish, so you think they had a head start on a race like Vuelta Costa Rica. Um
0: you've got Well, uh, it's it's got to actually exist somewhere before you can Yeah.
1: You've got Chloe in France, you've got all these people who basically we share an obsession plus Google foo plus mad investigative skills to find information about races Mm, mm.
0: it
1: it does take some practice yeah i I mean
0: what you're basically trying to say is when when none of you are able to get information about a race you can be pretty sure it's because the race is actively hiding from you
1: you know what invisible races fuck them i've I've (laughs) actually got a theory i've I've honestly got a theory that says this, and I might have written this before on a site. I might need to put my another manifesto out soon. But my theory says that the UCI should say you can only have UCI registration if you, A, don't allow cars on the course, and B, have a website and you have to do things like put up the stage profiles, put up the results within a certain amount of time, and, and things like that. And what i do... I'd, even, I'd a,
0: even settle for a fucking Twitter account. Like, you know, my bar is so low for that sort of shit now that I'd just be like, you know, just publish the, the lists and the results on, on a well, Twitter I was, account. I was talking
1: about this with Chloe yesterday. I was saying what I would have is I'd have... Is, is what I'd do at the UCI, I would set up a WordPress or a Blogspot template mm. and I'd say to them, hey, use this. And I write, you know, I just get right I'd I mean, because I've always said one of the things I really wish happened is I, one of the things I think will be really nice is if um, the UCI could spend some time just just talking to races that are good at things. Like here's a race, like the Giro Rosa or the Energy Walk Tour, who's got really good web really good web presence, really good yep. social media. Um, here, the Kali Track World Cup, it's Track World Chance has been fantastic. Let's just spend a little bit of time with them. Writing down their top tips.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And seeing if they'd be able to link yeah. to people.
0: here are the basics of of what you do. Here's the bare minimum, and here's how to do it. And
1: yeah. you know, just how
0: basic fucking training. Little... You know.
1: With a little bit of it doesn't actually take that long, and here are the benefits. You know, and, and I do the same for teams because you know there's still some teams who don't have websites. But you know, I'd, I'd have like you know just get someone like specialised Lululemon to say, look, this is where we've got people come onto our site. This is how many people click on our site a year. This is where they're from. This is how it can help your sponsors.
0: Yep, yep. Skills sharing. You know, yeah, it's it's then, all the sort of know, stuff that actually you know we we talked with. Um, this is exactly the kind of stuff that Amber Pierce uh was talking about when um when she came up with the whole idea of click through Thursdays was you know yeah, just to take that, that to... those sort of simple steps forward that just help everyone quantify what's going on
1: because what what it feels like is and this doesn't ju- this isn't just about you know this isn't just about the the you know you, you have for example with we talked about the B Post bankrefay earlier they have a simple page where you can get to each of the web each of the race websites within them, and you know what's going on with them. It has you know the same information in the same format, and you can click through to the race's own website. Let's have that for the Road World Cup. You know, yeah. let's just let's. It's so easy. It's it's really really. I'm mean, excited. I've done things like this in my old job. I've done in old jobs. I've done this for charities. I've done mm. this for public sector bodies, where I've got together. A list of resources. It doesn't take very long, and it just makes everyone's life easier.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: you know, if you don't, if no one on your committee knows about um, web stuff, this is what you, you know, this is how you can get. This is this is made. This is what we use. This is the, the job spec for a web volunteer.
0: That yeah, yeah, exactly. This is how to do it, and and hell, you know, if you if you're in proximity, maybe even this is the name and and email address of the person who does it they might be willing to help you as well you know
1: well that's that's the other thing is you don't even have to be in the same i mean this is this takes me back to vicky whitelaw um lovely australian cyclist a couple of years ago who said that in one of the french races about well, i guess this is five six years ago now a group of riders actually went to the race and said hey we will run the website for you if you want
0: mm, mm. Yeah. anyway Frust, <sighs> frustrating um, world
1: yeah but so Buelta so, of Costa Rica it's on i'm I'm assuming someone's riding it. I'm assuming yeah. maybe something happened hey so um, while we're also... while we're
0: talking about races that vex you and that you have feelings about, is it too early for us to to switch to to new races and um and races that you you feel all the feels
1: oh. Yeah, we do now remember we had the um we've got La Course de la Tour de France, the one day mm. women's race that's coming on because ASO have rightly been been taken to task for their, you know, lack of women's racing. And it's been very interesting seeing other races affiliated with the ASO coming out with women's races. Um and in the plus side, in the plus column, we've got the Vuelta Espana who's saying, Well, we can't have a women's race this year because our final stage is planned as a time trial, and it's just not—you know—it's just, yeah, just it's, it won't work. Like, yeah. But they're saying that what they want is from 2015 to have a women's to have a women's stage, a women at least one women's race. Mm, mm. Hurrah! And oh God, I'd love to see the women racing on Paseo del Prado.
0: Oh, exactly, God. exactly. And, and you know, and credit to them. I mean, yeah, okay, they're copying—you know—the exact same play out of the. The tour's playbook, but well, hell, they are ASO, aren't they? Yeah, well, exactly. But also, if if that's what what um, it takes to to get the the Grand Tours on board in in opening up women's racing a little bit further, then fuck yeah, let's do it. That's great. Yeah.
1: And 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 actually, I'm not I'm not necessarily problematized. Problematized is a bad word. With them saying we're not going to do it this year, but we're going to try and do it next year really well.
0: Well, I I do also think that the 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 time trial aspect for the final stage, you know, th- that... It's a very specific logistical challenge, organising a time trial, and if that's your final stage, I get that. I mean, yeah, maybe they could do something on the, the day before or whatever, but it doesn't have the same impact. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I actually don't find it as big a, a problem. Possibly also, I mean, I have to be honest, it's possibly also partly because it's the Vuelta and, and not the Tour um, that that I'm willing to give it a bit more leeway. but
1: well, well, also, also, women's cycling in Spain has had real problems as well. I mean, you know, everyone knows that Spain is having problems, uh, economic problems, and we lost the um, GP Valladolid, which is, you know, one of the, one, the, the Spanish round of the World Cup, and, yeah, and you know spanish teams struggle so the other th- the other th- the other thing about it is that again i'd rather they did it sustainably mm. than put something than put something randomly half assed out which leads us nicely to the other new race that we've heard about this year
0: oh <laughs> uh, sarah's favorite race hey everyone remembers uh my favorite race from last year fucking flesh bowl um <laughs> so <laughs> So, you know, hey, we're on the countdown for them to get this shit together and actually show us, like, the last 100 metres of the race this year. Yay. Um, but your favourite race is the the Fourth Grand Tour, you know, the the world-famous uh, race in May, the Tour of California.
1: Yeah.
0: I... 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 Yeah. I... Oh, uh, come on, Sarah. You love invitational time trials.
1: Though. I just... I, I... 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 I Sorry, I'm trying to find a way where I don't just start spluttering and yelling. No, and stamping I'm trying to and goad and you into spluttering
0: and yelling and throwing tables and stamping your foot and swearing unintelligibly. That's, that's exactly where we're trying to take this.
1: <sighs> so um,
0: Unleash it all.
1: So back in the day, the, 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 the Tour of California used to have the women's downtown crit, which was a proper UCI ranked race. And then a couple of years ago, they stopped it. And then for the last couple of years, they've replaced it with the um, invitational time trial. And the invitational time trial has fifteen, although they did extend it to twenty riders last year, who are hand picked by the Tour of California, by dint of being North American. Um, sometimes they allow Canadians in, um, and they um, are not all. Sometimes, you know, obviously you've got some very, very good time trialists in America like Evelyn Stevens and Alison Powers and and Carmen Small, who are best in the world. But then they start inviting people like a mountain biker and a triathlete and stuff like that. And it's Mm. it's and then they sell it as this is the best race in the world. Woo woo. And last year we had the fun time where the women were riding on the course while. Men, men, mammals, men, middle-aged men in lycra who'd been, were paid were allowed to ride the course for fun so they're kind of turning around corners and accidentally bumping into some mm, mm. Yeah. anyway so I've been slightly grumpy about this and they had a real shit and in the, the first year they did this um, they had this clever idea that it was going to be women would only get prize money if they beat men and they had, a, and it was a kind of no-win situation. So they had a fixed prize pot, and your prize would be dependent on how many men's time you beat. Mm. So if you didn't beat a lot of men, you didn't get a prize. If you did beat a lot of men, you got a smaller prize because so did the other rivals. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And this year they announced last week that they're going to extend and have a second race, and the second race is going to be the crit, but it's not going to be UCI ranked. Yeah, and it's kind of too late in the calendar. It's been added too late in the calendar for people to kind of to plan around it. Like you'd only go if you're there already. But yep. they've also got this cunning thing where the winner of the crit gets a gets wins the chance to compete in the invitational time trial.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is kind of shitty basically.
1: I just I don't even mm. know what the point is. Crits are brilliant, they're tough, they're fast, they're sprinty their tactical well They're and, and just
0: trials. just ask anyone who's stood on and Young wall in Philly whether or not the women can race a decent fucking crit you know oh, like
1: but no women women can race a fantastic crit but it's just devalues it to so then yeah. say and your prize is to ride the times trial uh, you're not you know if you've won the crit you're not going to be competing with Eddie Stevens I mean unless Alison Powers does but you know what I mean it's like it's... oh it's, uh, yeah on, I've got feelings.
0: Different uh, different types of writers for different types of situations and all that sort of shit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Although, look, and, and I'm with you, I understand, that's an incredibly frustrating one. But overall, I'm choosing to believe that this is leading us to one inevitable conclusion. What's that? It's only a matter of time before we get a women's Paris-Roubaix.
1: <gasps> you see... That is what I want. That is dear ASO. I mean, you know, they're stepping up with all of these races and every time they announce something, you're going, Okay, well we've already got Qatar, we've got Qatar that they run, and they run oh, Dan's favourite race, Flesh hmm. And yeah, and they're they're putting on La course de to la Tour de France, there'll be the Vuelta race. What race do most women riders if you ask a woman an average, average any woman rider what race she would most like to ride that men ride and She'll just go parry rubai.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Oh my god. I just could I you love... could
0: you imagine that with the attacking aggressiveness of the women? I mean that race with the men is spectacular enough and attacking enough for a men's race, you know, but but you put you put the the drive and the fire and the aggressiveness of the women out onto that course. Holy shit that's a race you've got to see.
1: Oh, can you imagine? Kirsten Vield, Mariana Voss, Emma Johansson.
0: Oh, I, Chloe I I don't even know exactly how this relates to to bike racing, but in my mental picture of that race, they're all just gnashing their teeth and literally chewing bike parts and cobbles in their mouth, just <laughs>
1: chewing on frothing,
0: the frothing bits of cobble out of their mouth as they just tear the course a new one.
1: Are they hitting each other with cobbles as they go past?
0: No, cobbles are just no, they... flying up under their wheels and, and just hitting innocent bystanders. Um, I just. Yeah. I just the, Aren, the Arenberg Trench. Would actually be deeper. It would turn into a real trench by the time the women were done with it. They oh, would just God. rip into it. So. And it
1: would be so perfect, wouldn't it? Because you start them half. You know, because women's braces are shorter. You just start them towards the end. Oh, it would well, be beautiful.
0: especially, especially because I guess the cobbles increase the chance of their uteruses falling out, don't they?
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, that's why. That's why the photographer Graham Watson, um, well known for his manly physique, um, is, was saying that, that you know women couldn't ride basically cobbles. It was well known that women can't ride cobbles. Which yes, <laughs> yes, I, I, I just would pay. I would pay to watch Graham Watson
0: ride on cobbles. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, that does actually seem consistent with a man who doesn't have a lot of experience with female anatomy. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but and the cobbles start this weekend, Dan. What do we have on Saturday? Armloop. We do. Say say the name for me yeah i i can't say i it's it's the start of the european season yeah it's the springiest of spring classics well no, it's not the springiest of spring classics but it's pretty damn springy isn't it
0: it's got some springing in it um although last year you know it had some frozen in it but um
1: i was there last year man
0: oh god name dropping yet again okay cool no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not bitter. I don't understand why you think here I would be a year later still bitter about it, but, you know, fucking whatever.
1: <clears throat> so I shouldn't remind you how good flesh. Oh, is... Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> it says, <laughs> oh, look, noise, flat.
0: Well, yes. yeah, actually, to be fair, from the team car, you saw exactly as much of the finish as I did, so, you know.
1: <laughs> I will always remember... Carl um, Lima, uh, not Carl. I'm um, sorry. The, the, I will always remember the 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 DS and the mechanic yelling out the window at anyone they vaguely remembered. Who won? Where did we come? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh... So, yeah. Um, uh, what I love about the spring, I don't even know. It's gonna. This is the first chance to see what. Well, well, we saw in Qatar a little bit of what of what riders were looking at, how teams were shaping up and, 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 mess, and, and working out together. But this is going to answer so many questions. Like, with specialised Lululemon having Chantal Blark and Trixie Warwick and, and Tiffany Cromwell, mm, mm. will they just be attacking each other?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Will Emma Johansson, who was on the podium for her first eight races last season, but only won one of them, and that was a small race in France. Will Emma Johansson win a Spring Classic this year?
0: Well, there's only one way to find out, and that is to have all of the races. Yes.
1: Oh, so races you should watch out for in Spring if you're not au fait with the women's calendar. We start with Omelette Hep-Noisblad. Look out for the World Cups. The Road World Cup is, ooh, nine races this year, and it's it's a series-long competition. It's been revamped, so to so so, so so in the in the hope that Voss doesn't win it, <laughs> <laughs> and Voss is missing the first three rounds, so you know it's yeah, gonna be more yeah. tight. So, I mean,
0: she's she's doing her bit to help.
1: Yeah, so. look out for the Ronde van Drenthe, which we can see on TV streamed usually, which is Dutch cobbles, man-made hill out of rubbish, um, mm. attacking, then. Trafeo Alfredo Binder Varacy always in the rain just they ride a long loop and then oh, they ride a such brutal a good
0: race last year. That was brutal, so
1: good. Brutal last lap which they do mm. nine laps of and it has this ridiculous hill with a technical descent on the other side of it and oh my god Maybe it's not nine laps, maybe I made that up.
0: <laughs> then <laughs> it's forty seven Vla- yes.
1: Ronde van Vlaanderen. Oh my god, Tour of Flanders, Ronde van Vlaanderen, mm, mm. and then Dan's favourite race, Flesh Wallon, with mm. the epic, epic murder hui.
0: Well, you know, so they say, it's not like we can see. I've
1: stood on the moor and I I live in a city which has a lot of steep hills, yeah. And I couldn't believe when I and I've you know, obviously watched the Flesh Wallon for years, the men's version obviously and <laughs> I stood on the moor and I could not believe how steep it is. It is steeper than you could possibly think. So mm. we'll tell you as we come into the season more about the other races as they come up because you know this is now hectic. But yeah. basically for March and April, so much good racing. Oh, so it's, much brilliant racing.
0: It's on. It's you know, this is it. Crunch time. So Exciting time. And that's actually the other the other kind of important thing is um, that the Podium Café Virtual Director Sportif uh, entries close on Friday. So you need to get your teams in.
1: Yes. If you have never played the Podium Café Virtual Director Sportif game, it's really simple. You have 150 points to spend on riders who are priced at different points. You pick a team of 15 riders.
0: And and that's it. Um, and... Um, it, it's a great way to get to know a whole bunch of different riders from different teams. Um, you're, you're purchasing your team for the whole season, so you don't just want to load up on, you know, spring classics riders. You need some sprinters and some some tour riders in there as well. Um, God help us, there probably will be at least one race with one climb in it this year. Um, and- <laughs> we
1: can only hope. And it's it's set up so if you have, for example, Mariana Vos in your team, Mariana Voss costs. 80 points,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So you've then got to have like 14 riders that cost you know, that spend that you 70 spend, points, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emmy Hansen costs about
0: I think she's at 50 this season
1: or 60 or
0: 60 maybe 60,
1: yeah. So you know, yeah. so you can either have it basically, you can either run a team that says Voss. And then you have to pick really cleverly amongst your your, your lower-priced riders. Mm. Or you can have a team that's Emma Johansson and someone like Lisa Longo-Borghini. Or you can go for a team that's something like um, Ellen Van Dyke, Elisa and Emma Pooley and mm. Tiff Cromwell or something like that. It's really good. Um, yeah, you can and, and trying,
0: the- different, trying different rider combos is half the the fun of figuring it out. And, I mean, this is something that Sarah and I... Pretty much talk about every year is like uh, are you having a voss or a non voss team you know
1: yes, and this year i'm this year I'm yeah, not i 'm going non a yeah
0: i went non boss last year, and I actually did better so i 'm i 'm going non boss this year as well
1: last year, the winning team last year i think i think like most of the teams were I think more of the teams in the top ten were Emma Johansson teams rather than Voss teams. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's really, really interesting. And if you think, oh, well, I don't really know that much about women's cycling, it's a really good opportunity to find out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and also just pick, pick names that you remember or recognise. The truth is winning's as much luck as anything else. So, you know, pick things that, are, that, that. work for you. Well, yeah, yeah. based on, based on what people it, who've actually we, won um, say. We'll <laughs>
1: set up. We'll set up a mini we'll set up a sub league. So if you want to join our league and see how your team compares to our team, then drop us a note in the comments or on our blog or send me a tweet at underscore pigeons underscore or send us an email, programin at gmail.com. Um go to podiumcafe.com and you'll see the um, the, the, the virtual director sportive stuff. Uh, if you can't find it in this main section, there's a whole section for it. And there's stuff in the women's cycling section. Yes, 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 yes. Got till Friday. And I, Dan made a team. I was fiddling around with my team yesterday. I got to 15 <laughs> riders
0: and bike <laughs> phrasing. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh
1: God, is this, is this, is this rooting around in my drawers? <laughs> um, and I am, I got 15 riders for hundred and forty-nine points.
0: Oh, that just oh, all oh, that. I Sarah's just doing that to annoy me. She knows that I like spending all my points. So yes. Mm. So I have fifteen riders for hundred and fifty points exactly. I'm just you know. So yes,
1: um, come play. It's really good fun. It's free. You don't get any spam. It's great. Mm. <sighs> I've. I've Oh, I just need to have a. What should you we talk about
0: mood? to have a? What you think we're you think we're done? We're we're nowhere near done. We've got plenty of shit left to talk about. No, it's... I know.
1: I was just wondering where you go from there. I've had rage. It I've had is excitement. ridiculous.
0: All right, look. I think we need to cheer you back up a little. Well, we're on a, we're on a, we're on an upswing with the the um, VDS. So let's keep going up. Uh, time for photo of the week. So. <laughs> My photo of the week, feel free to to have a different one if you like, but my photo of the week is one that I saw on Twitter yesterday, Um, Evie Stevens and Taylor Wiles for Specialized Lululemon doing a bit of a photo shoot, um, and I don't know the exact story behind it, because the tweet was, whenever we do a photo shoot together, I always make Taylor Wiles wear the horse's head and it's just Taylor wearing a giant horse's head and Evie standing next to her looking somewhat serious. <laughs> so, it's it's an awesome photo and it did prompt me to reply with so wait, Taylor's the horse's head, who's the horse's ass? Cuz yeah. Not saying it's Evie, I just I don't know. I don't know. So if anyone What can
1: did answer- they reply? Did they reply? I
0: haven't I haven't gotten an official answer yet, so if anyone can find out the answer for me, I really want to know who the horse's ass is. Um, for okay, Specialized so, Lululemon, yeah.
1: I love, 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 love Specialized Lululemons, all this stuff they've put out in the last couple of weeks. You know they're so good at this. I was, you know like how, um, so one of the things they do is, is, teams might do is, they might do videos for their sponsors, yeah? Yep. Um, they talk about the sponsors' products and I watch them because, you know, it's hit click through Thursday, it's really good, it shows the sponsors that we're looking. But Specialized Lululemon did a video for Lazine tools, Lazine Lazine um, at their team camp, and it made me want to go out and buy all of them, <laughs> all of the
0: tools. Even though you're still learning the parts of a bike, let alone which I don't know which, let which tools go on those parts of a bike.
1: Honestly, honestly, the only thing I do with a bike tool is stand by the side of the road, waving it pathetically <laughs> and have someone stop and used it for me.
0: Threatening passers-by with um with your your chain breaking tool. Um, yeah, but oh me, my goodness.
1: <laughs> those they're really, 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 really good at selling things. Um, I also loved the photo set on specialised women's Facebook from the specialised Lululemon team camp shot by Emily May, who's a photographer who's worked with them before, and it's just gorgeous photos, really, really just candid little moments and there's like one of calm um, Carmen Small obviously telling a story in a coffee shop that I like, and there's um Ina Yope Teutenberg showing her new tattoo to Evie Stevens and <laughs> yeah, I, I I just go and have a look because they're great.
0: There's um a whole bunch of other great um blogs and and videos and, and sorts of stuff that have come out as well. Um, you know, the, the we've had a promo video for the Women's Tour of Britain now. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there's also, look, I have to confess, my mum watches Downton Abbey, and I know it's some kind of like old-timey English show where everyone just doesn't talk about their feelings and stuff. Um, but but has really expressive feelings anyway, or something like that. Um, I, I
1: it's not my it's not my bag, baby. I think so. The Downton Abbey. I did you ever see the murder mystery film he did before he did Bart, Downton Abbey?
0: No, no. I, it
1: was basically he did a murder mystery film. Can't remember what it's called. And it was and it was basically a, a so so to me Downton Abbey is the film, the murder mystery film with like all the great British actor, actors actors. Um, but without any controversy and stuff.
0: Oh, right. See, in my mind, it's basically every movie Anthony Hopkins has done except for *Science of the Lambs. Uh,
1: yeah, it, anyway. But, and,
0: and Thor, I suppose. But the
1: Yorkshire Festival of Cycling. <laughs> <laughs> to promote the Grand Depart, the Yorkshire Festival of Cycling. Um, outside Leeds, where I think the Grand Depart starts, is a big house called Howard House, Harwood House. And they had a... I don't know, you have to describe the video because I can't do it
0: justice. Well, Jesus, I don't know what makes you think I can do it justice, but they've got, you know, all sorts of famous cyclists in it doing Downton Abbey-esque stuff.
1: Oh, I was going to say ludicrous.
0: Yeah, interchangeable terms, I think. (laughs) We've we've completely, just, we've completely we've uh, completely alienated makes... all of our audience with this description. Anyway. I know. Yes, I can so... just
1: imagine people who are Down snabby fans yelling at them, "Fuck no! What are you <laughs> talking about, woman? They had a rape. It's not. It's controversial. It's much better than that." Oh,
0: <laughs> <no>! <laughs> oh god, we've actually got to the podcast where you've you've literally used that as a selling point. I oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: I, not it's not a selling point. Oh, I just this is I might be shouting them. Anyway, um but they have um Matrix Fold pines Jessie Walker who is um she was laughing at her acting skills on Twitter because it does involve her in various roles. <laughs> 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 just watch um, it. It's it's um, yeah. Awesome. Um yeah, visit Yorkshire. Um Carmen yeah,
0: Smalls I, also um put out a pretty cool Um, request basically for questions
1: oh Carmen Small ask Carmen yes that was an interesting segue that was just a jump yes yeah no Uh, I I just kind
0: of wanted to run away from the previous topic as fast as I could yeah
1: Carmen Small um, we love Carmen she's so funny and lovely especially Lily has said that her next blog will be all answering fan questions so um, go to her website I believe it's carmen-small.com and if not
0: also You should know that Carmen is literally an expert on everything, like literally everything. So ask her all of your deep philosophical questions, all of your technical, um, you know, theoretical physics questions, all of your cellular microbiology questions. She's geared up. She can answer all of it.
1: She does have some ridiculous qualification, doesn't she? I can't remember what. I want to ask her. When she was taking pictures of the of the frozen specialized Lululemon riders last year with Kit Kats up their nose, how easy is it to persuade her teammates to do that, or is that just how Lauren Roney is?
0: I think they were just frozen, and so she could um, she could do whatever she wanted to them because they couldn't move.
1: Yeah. We've got a ton of other blogs and videos, all on our site. We can't talk about all of them because there are loads of them, but I've, we've, got, we've got a post, dot yeah. I think I've probably said that more this time than I have any other time, so thank you Possibly. for putting up me.
0: Possibly. And also
1: links to – I mean, I, I know – there are other podcasts out there. Yeah,
0: well, I was just going to quickly mention, you know, um, there are three other podcasts that we kind of want to highlight because they've got some special stuff going on at the moment. Um, it related, uh, Cycling Victoria have just done um, a great podcast looking at women's cycling history uh, featuring Iris Dixon, um, who was an Australian writer in the 40s and 50s. Um, yeah. Clara Beard, our cute. friend... Who we interviewed late last year on her podcast uh, Broken Spokes has just interviewed Corinne Rivera.
1: And who else is Who else have Clara and Kyle interviewed?
0: Uh, Sarah, the inimitable uh, women's cycling advocate and fan, also known as Pigeons underscore Pigeons on uh, Twitter, she's been interviewed uh, by them.
1: Who else um, have they interviewed?
0: And Scott and John from VeloCast have also who interviewed. Who else has Clara interviewed? Um, Mike Creed, Neil Rogers, a lot of people. She talks to a lot Who of people. Who else has
1: Clara interviewed?
0: Um, I'd, I'd have to go back through their archives to see. Oh, there's, there's been a lot she, of people.
1: She's oh, they. Clara and Carl have also interviewed Dan.
0: And um, Scott and John from Velocast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Scott and John from Velocast have got a podcast, their latest podcast. Pollocast Oh my god <laughs> Podcast this week has, a, um, has an interview With Charlene Joyner a, a, a Scottish cyclist Who was aiming For the Commonwealth Games And seven weeks ago Broke her back
0: Which is Fucking insane
1: so, yeah, so that, listen to that. That's, 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 yeah, listen to them because, mm. oh, my God, that's, that's hardcore. And, yeah, really. Yeah. And the other video I just wanted to mention was um, Lindsay Bayer, American rider who rides for Colovita, has got some training tips for you, some very sensible training how to train on the trainer. How would you describe that one, Dan?
0: Um, things to do when you're bored shitless on the trainer. It would be my technical description of it
1: you know how we do dan and i do love roller videos
0: yeah mm. videos of
1: riders on rollers and the guess, on the trailer doing tricks like siri Minger last year cooking an omelette and rochelle gilmore doing weird things with a inner tube and we also love videos of riders dancing
0: yes yes and this this combines, combines almost all of them there's no omelette though so you know
1: No, but there is dancing on the trainer. You have to watch it. You have to see it to believe
0: it. Mm. And um, lastly, if for no other reason than to see this, um, Sarah has also included a photo of the most amazing uh, velodrome cake.
1: Oh, my God. I... Oh, I want that cake. It's Madeira. So um, Accidental Bizarro, who we know on Twitter, she's lovely. She runs the Fantastic Revs Per Minute Dreams, cycling dreams site. But she also makes cycling cakes. And in the past, she's made cyclocross cakes and all sorts of yummy looking things. And this, this week, last week, she made a Madeira cake covered in marzipan, decked out like a...
0: A velodrome.
1: A velodrome. It yeah. is gorgeous and lovely. And when it was cut into slices, the slices had the lines. Oh, I want
0: it.
1: She said she'd me a slice.
0: <laughs> oh, God. And on that cheerful note, thanks for sticking with us. I know it's been a, a big launch into the, the season proper, but, hey, cobbles and classics are upon us, and it's worth getting excited about. Um, do come back next week because we'll be talking results of cobbles. Which is gonna be even more fun and even more oh, exciting. Are
1: we are we back to weekly are we back to weekly podcast, Daniel?
0: Uh until until something goes horrifically wrong. I think it's the only responsible way forward during the spring classics, don't you?
1: I think so indeed.
0: Mm, mm. So uh, we look forward to talking to you all again soon. In the meantime, uh, hassle us on Twitter, hassle us on our website, um, or you know, be nice to us. The choice is yours. Thank you.
1: Yes. Send <laughs> send send down whiskey.
0: Always, always send whiskey.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening. Have fun.